Hi, welcome to Ready to Scale Season 3. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. I'm a real estate investor, syndicator, and operator of multifamily properties. And in this season, we're going to focus on dialogues that drive success. Building real wealth is not a fairy tale nor rocket science, but there's so much to learn. So grab a cup of coffee and join me each week for in-depth conversations with successful real estate investors. Conversations that are designed to help you drive your wealth, investment, knowledge, and lifestyle to the next level. And of course, you can always go to my website, elliperlman.com, to read more about investing passively in multifamily. and welcome to another episode of Ready to Scale. And today I'm going to talk about the benefits of establishing a family office. I have many investors that have been investing with me for, you know, years. And some of them invest through LLCs, some of them invest privately, and some of them invest through their family offices. Blue Lake is affiliated with the family office on the East Coast. And so I wanted to share with you what are the benefits of establishing a family office in case that you are an ultra high net worth individual with enough money to invest and build a family office. But first thing first, what's a family office? So generally speaking, family office is a private company that is held by either one or multiple families. And this company is handling the investment management and wealth management for those wealthy families or individuals. Normally, family office invests anywhere from $100 million in investable assets and above. And the main goal of family offices are to grow and transfer wealth across generations. There's no official kind of framework of how family offices should work or what's the minimum investment. But generally speaking, this is what family offices do. It's basically centralizing the investment management, the wealth management for the next generation. Now, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes there's a single family office where it basically serves one individual or one family with multiple members, or there's the multifamily office where, generally speaking, several wealthy families are combining forces in sharing some of the costs together to manage a family office if one family doesn't have enough investable assets or enough capital to just run its own family office. So you can basically have a single family office or multi-family office that serves multiple families that are not necessarily connected to one another. Now, why create a family office? You know, there are many, many advantages to creating a family office. But the first one is that you actually have you have a dedicated team that analyzes and tracks your own investments. Basically, when someone's just starting to build their wealth, they invest, you know, through other syndicators like myself. And they can also invest through Charles Schwab's of the world and Merrill Lynch of the world who manage their investment. But at some point, they grow their wealth to such a level that they actually need to have their own dedicated team members. So 
the team could be one, two, or 15 different analysts and investment managers that basically get all the information from multiple sources of potential investments could be in private equity, you know, could be in angel investing, you know, they can look at information from startups, from real estate, stock market, whatever it is. And they analyze those investments and those who actually been approved by them. Usually they get in front of the owners of the family offices who many times have a say on whether they want to invest in this or not. And once they do, they green light it. Then the team go ahead and allocates the funds and then tracks the management and the performance of that investment. Sometimes they can, you know, family office can not only invest passively, but invest actively. So the team can, for instance, buy real estate and also manage and operate those properties. So there's no one size fits all. It's there are many variations, but as I mentioned, one of the main, main benefits of starting a family office is that you have your own dedicated team that can actually manage and analyze your investments. They also understand what your tolerance for risk is. They understand your needs as a family, and they can basically see everything through your lens. Now, a second advantage of starting a family office is that you can basically save money because you're not paying for all the expenses by yourself. You collaborate with other family members or maybe with other families, and together you're hiring a team of experts that can basically manage your investments and take care of the entire investment portion of the generational wealth creation. So you can definitely you know, combine resources and save money. Now, the third benefit of starting a family office is that you basically can centralize the risk. So because family offices, they work to consolidate the risk, the operational risk, the performance management, all the reporting, it goes through one channel, then that helps to centralize the risk. So it basically helps the owners of the family office to make more effective decision to meet their family or their own investment objectives. So basically, in a sense, when you collaborate with others, with other families or family members, and you share basically the same resources, you have also a higher chances of looking at the risk and assessing it and centralizing the risk because you're doing it together as a family or as a group that is part of a family office. So these are the three main reasons, the main benefits of starting a family office. Now, of course, there are many other benefits to do it, but these are the main three ones that I've seen in my career as a real estate syndicator. These are the main benefits of starting a family office. Now, I want to give you just an example, you know, two actually different examples of how family offices work. One example is a family office that their main business is actively investing in real estate. So the family office actively purchases multifamily properties and offices. Their investment management team also hires property managers, and sometimes they hire them in-house to manage the assets. And then the excess cash flow from those assets are being reinvested with VC firms in angel investment opportunities and also in the stock market. Another example of a family office 
is basically family office that owns triple net leases assets. And they also own multiple companies in basically across the board in different industries. And they're highly, highly diversified. They don't have one source of concentration in any industry. They're just dedicating it could be 25 to 30% in real estate, 20% in technology, and you know, 15 or, or you know, 20% in the stock market. They're diversified across the board. They don't have they don't have a bread and butter, you know, quote unquote. They don't have one source of income that feeds the other investments, that other investment vehicles. So that's it for today. I'm Ellie Perlman, your host broadcasting from Florida this time. I hope that that brought value to you. Be bold, be brave, keep pushing forward, and I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.